Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. From Pennsylvania Avenue to Main Street, Scott Inez tackles the hot topics like only he can. It's time for Inez Says. Hey, hello, and welcome back to the Inez Says Podcast. I am Scott Inez. Thanks for climbing aboard today. You can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. You can find it right there in the WDBO app. And also join me on the radio every single weekday morning for Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. Be sure to stream us in the WDBO app. Lots to chomp into today with Brian Kilmeade here on the podcast. Of course, you hear Brian every weekday, 9 to noon on WDBO. And today with Brian, we tackle such topics as should Donald Trump take part in the GOP debates coming up? Bidenomics. Who coined that phrase? But we begin with a potential new strategy for Florida Governor Ron DeSantis against top dog and GOP frontrunner, former President Donald Trump. Here's that conversation now with Brian. I saw that former President Trump now is actually extending his lead over Ron DeSantis in a new New Hampshire poll, St. Anselm poll, 47 to 19 in favor of Trump. The NBC News poll was 51 to 22 this past weekend. Does it surprise you, Brian, that Donald Trump has extended his lead in the polls after the federal indictments of a few weeks ago? Yeah, I mean, uh, and Ron DeSantis was in there. You know, he is uh, take, took questions for the first time at more of a town hall setting yesterday. Uh, a couple of days ago, was uh, in Texas doing immigration stuff at the border. You know, uh, Ron DeSantis, I think the way he's going to separate himself from Trump is not going to the border and saying, I'm going to build a wall, because we know Trump did everything possible to build a wall. He had 400 miles. Uh, they, the critics say 52 new miles. Um, but the, some of that stuff was split rail fence. Some of that stuff was just like a, 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 a literally chain link fence. So he was building, uh, he had his contracted to, to do 400 plus, uh, another 400 plus, and it's laying in the desert. So I think if a Republican goes down there and says I'm going to be tough at the border with Trump running, I'm not sure the type of progress you get. I think what you're going to separate yourself from is on abortion, if that's your thing, on conduct when it comes to classified documents, if that's your thing. Mm. If you want to talk about, uh, you know, you want to talk about effectiveness going across the aisle. I, I just don't think the the attack, the way DeSantis is attacking Trump, he's attacking him at his strengths. You didn't put Hillary Clinton in jail, but you said you were. Well, we know how difficult that is. Mm. And is it right to start a brand new term and say, the first thing I want to do is lock up the person I just beat? So uh, some of the stuff I thought, I don't, I don't mind if you're a Democrat, but some of the arguments against Trump I don't think are effective. Like, for example, you don't like him on China. That, well, he's dealing with uh, pure trade. It was, well, on human rights, he never brought it up. Well, that's Nikki Haley brought up. That makes sense. But, I mean, he said China's the problem. I'm putting tariffs on him right away. Do you like the tariffs or not? Uh, China, I'm going to do a trade deal. Did you like phase one of the, uh, the deal or not? And then when it comes to the pandemic, you can't touch DeSantis on the way he handled the pandemic for you guys. 
that when Trump goes after him on the pandemic, it's crazy. When you go after Trump on the vaccine, it's nuts. Operation Warp Speed did save lives. I know it's very politicized, but it shouldn't have been mandated. Trump never mandated it. It was Biden that mandated it. So I think people get confused on what voters want, and, and they just see... I don't know. I, I like I sit there and watch some of these speeches and these attacks on each other, like when they said um, Cuomo did a better job when Trump said Cuomo did a better job than DeSantis. Uh, I don't know what he's thinking. And when DeSantis said uh, when it came to Trump, he shouldn't have listened to Fauci, should have fired him. Well, that would have been one of the most unpopular things he could have done, because like it or not, Fauci at that point had high approval rates with two thirds of the country who were pretty panicked about the pandemic. So that would have added to the chaos in the country. So I just think some of this stuff kind of they, they think we're going to have ADD and we don't, especially you and I. We do this every day. Perhaps Ron DeSantis should hire you as his campaign manager. But I mean, it's it's time for him and, to make. And so should Trump. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I mean, it's time to make some I sort mean, of move. They attack here. each other with the weirdest things. Yeah, they, they really do. It, it is a little strange. I know they were both in New Hampshire yesterday and I get it. It's still early, but as much money as the DeSantis his campaign is spending now, I would think that they're going to want to see some bang for their buck. But right now, Trump is the Teflon Don, man. I mean, he's the first former president federally indicted, and he actually gains ground, Brian. Explain that. Yeah, I mean, uh, the New York case really was the best case to start on because it's pure politics. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows it. And then when the next case comes, the, the, you, you see this zealousness that goes so over the top. Now we have audio tapes coming out. And you're like, okay, you're going to be rolling this out. Have we heard one word from what's in Joe Biden's Corvette uh, garage? Right. Have we heard one word what was in his Ray Rehoboth house? Have we seen anything from the University of Delaware? So people that are dug in are not going to say, well, these documents, uh, the way they were kept and the way he talked about them on audio tape was irresponsible. That's Go ahead, run against them on that. But for the American public, they see a guy, for the people, Republicans, they see a guy running strong against Joe Biden, not fourth, but first. And he's like, okay, let's see if we could, let's see if we could throw him in jail. Let's get the biggest attack dog in our arsenal, pull him out of the Hague, have him, have his lawyer testify against him, the Secret Service testify against him, give him January 6th, too, uh, give him these two probes, and, uh, and then go after his valet, who also saw everybody up close and personal, uh, intimidate the pool boy at Mar-a-Lago. Mm. And then people just shut down after a while. Uh, guys, okay, I see politics is, well, should you have gotten the documents? Absolutely not. They should have never taken them. Should have given them back right away. Absolutely. But that's Trump being Trump. You know, sure. that's the same guy that says, do me a favor. Um, I hear the Taliban's on the move. ISIS on the move. Uh, you drop a mother of all bombs in Afghanistan. You know, uh, these 200 Wagner Group guys who we didn't know much about then, yeah. they were moving on our troops. Go ahead and take them out, Mattis, because I like to kill them all. And he's like, go ahead, even though they were Russian. Mm-hmm. He goes, because that's what you do. People are like, well, how many people would have done that? Salome, nobody. Al Baghdadi, too much of a risk. Forget it. But Trump does that. Though the bad part is, he also grabs documents, and when people want him back, he goes, now screw you. So it's what we've been dealing with. Yeah. It's what we've been dealing with. So it's all baked in. Please tell me something new. Well, since we've declared you as campaign manager this morning, should Trump take part in the GOP debates starting on Fox News in August? Or, or should he allow DeSantis and the others to kind of bang on one another and, and let them flail around a little bit? I would like to see him debate. Mm. I really would. And, and, you did, and when people say there's no precedent for it, you're right. Grover Cleveland. I don't know what Grover Cleveland debated or not. I have to look that up. 
We've never had this before. Mm-hmm. A former president, 45, who wants to be 47. Uh, you can't say this president. So just think it through. If you're him, he's like, imagine if I make a mistake. Imagine if uh, Christie lands some blows com- combined with DeSantis. And, um, you, know, let, let, you know, he didn't have a great debate against Biden. Everyone thought he was going to have a great debate. He was not good. He had COVID, we found out later. But what if he has another slow night? I remember George W. Bush, when he went and debated John Kerry after not debating for four years. He was terrible. Mm-hmm. Barack Obama was awful against Mitt Romney until the point where SNL mocked him. So Trump's kind of out of debating mode. You know, he's used to fighting with lawyers and uh, fighting with reporters, <laughs> but he's kind of out of debating mode. So there's risk going to get on the getting on the stage with 11 people that want to destroy him. So I understand it, but I would still like to see him do it. Real quick, I want to talk about the opponent, President Biden. The, apparently, he's visiting Chicago today talking about Bidenomics. Whatever Rhodes Scholar within the Biden administration came up with that term needs to be fired immediately. Do you really want to try to sell the American public Bidenomics with inflation and gas prices and the price of life just being astronomical for Americans right now, Brian? You know, Scott, that's a great point because only 33% of the American public approve of the economy. He goes, the economy's great. Look at, <laughs> the, look at the unemployment rate. Look at the jobs I've added. Yeah. But he didn't add those jobs. Those jobs came back because they were t- everyone three and a half months was told to stay home famously. And people aren't impressed with Bidenomics. So he says it's because everything I spent, the infrastructure, all this stuff, all the green stuff has not, now it's just being spent. So I'm going to go explain that to people. I, I tell you, I, the people have already made their own judgment. They say inflation has gone down. You're right. But it was way too high. It was yeah. 8 9%. Right. Now it's down to 4 or 5%. That's still twice as high that we've had over the last 25 years. And you can't say I had nothing to do with it. Really, it had nothing to do with it. You just bragged about how much you spent, and you don't even think about saying that we had enough money in our account to, to do all this. Mm-hmm. We didn't ask you for all this. You're, you're greening the economy, and I think in a small level, the bigger story is really could be emblematic of what happened with these pizza guys. All of a sudden, uh, the New York City uh, federal uh, F, uh, um, FDA decides – these pizza guys all have to put $20,000 sweepers into their coal and wood-fired. <laughs> These are not the same traditional coal. Different. And all of a sudden, everyone's got a $20,000 bill. They didn't ask for it. Right. Well, you got a mandate, or we shut you down. That's the attitude. Well, I'm helping the environment. We didn't ask you to. Yeah. People were coming here for pizza oven. No one's complaining about this. This is the way it's done, but you're again affecting everyone's lives. They also blew up on my – they decided American Indians can't be the names of any schools. So many people listening to us right now used to live in New York. Really, there was a salute to the school, the Chiefs, the Red Arrows, the Apaches, the Sachem, uh, you know, uh, whatever it was. They just told 22 schools to spend over a million dollars to get Chief to change the name of their schools, rip up their fields. A million dollars in school districts? They got to lay off teachers now to get, uh, to get Indian symbols off their school. That means there's no extra services for a state that has 38% proficiency in math and 42 in English. So this is the type of idiocy that Joe Biden has got to go ahead and tell us how great our lives are now. Mm. So I don't, need, you know, I don't need someone telling me the economy's good. Sure. Uh, I'll make up my own decision. Thanks to Brian Kilmeade for the chat on the Inez Says podcast today. That's going to wrap it up for the podcast. Join me on the radio every weekday morning. Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. I'll see you next time. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. 
Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.